The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they add to the quality of life, and that's why they're fun. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Unfortunately, the media adds to the anxiety of life. Ouch. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because nobody else will let me do anything else. I, I, nobody will let me do anything. It's nothing I can do about it. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Wow, that's a long time. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, how do you explain to somebody what your what your oops, did we disappear? How do you explain something to somebody uh, when you don't even know what you're going through yourself? How do you explain it? That would be the big question. How do you communicate that? Here is the bottom line. Perhaps you want to reach out to us by phone. If you want to do that, you just call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will be talking to... Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite. I don't know how you can beat that. And uh, when you talk to him, you know what that's like? That's like having no homework on the weekend. Like, yes, sir. I love it. All right, folks. Also, you can reach out to us by text. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Not anti-disestablishment terrorism, but just david at hemustincrease.org. We'll send you up to the website as well. A couple things to remember on the website. Number one, if you've got something you want to share, maybe it's a praise report, maybe it's a prayer request, we want you to have that opportunity, an open door to do so. Uh, if you're 
uncomfortable doing it yourself on the air, just send me something through the uh, through the website, and we'll do it for you. We'll share it for you. We'll we'll tell people what's going on in your life, what you need prayer for, what you want to praise the Lord for. All of that works. We work it together as brothers and sisters in the Lord. Additionally, on the website is a place to give. I'll make it very simple. Giving is very helpful if we want to keep doing ministry. Enough said. Please check out he must increase dot org. Prayer request. He must increase dot org. Praise report. He must increase dot org. Looking to give to this ministry. He must increase dot org. Confused by what's happening right now. He must increase dot org. He must increase dot org. Obviously, somebody spreading a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on bread. That's. <laughs> What, that's not obvious? Okay, what do you want from me? All right, uh, so for those of you that are listening, you might notice there's a little bit of, like, nasal going on in Dave's uh, face, and that's because Dave has a little bit of uh, sinus stuff going on, so if you hear me go, eh, 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 at least you'll know what it is. You won't be going, what's he doing, Martha? Oh, it's, this is uh, just me trying to get through it. I'm sure you guys can appreciate that, uh, but let us get to... I like that lettuce. Lettuce. Get it? Lettuce. Uh, let us get to what we need to get to. I do want people to be aware, by the way, that I am asking for prayer for ministry direction so that we can know the best ways to advance the ministry, what the Lord wants from us, and what he wants us to do, and we want to follow that. We want to obey the Lord the best we can. We don't always have the answers. You know, everybody that sits there and says, I have all the answers. Well, they're dead and in heaven. <laughs> That's where you have all the answers. All the answers are on this side. Okay, so bottom line, be in prayer for us so we can follow along with what the Lord doth desire of us to accomplish. In the meantime, we are still in First Peter, and we are in First Peter chapter 3, and we're at a kind of a pivotal point in First Peter because he's communicating. He was just talking about suffering. We talked about this last week. Even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their intimidation. Do not be shaken, but in your hearts sanctify Christ as Lord. Always, how often? Always, how often should this be? Always, this sounds a lot like the DNA we're going to do. Always be prepared to articulate a defense to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. We should always be prepared to say, it's Jesus. You might not understand everything. I promise you, as a Christian who's been a Christian for 45 years, going through the ups and downs, the educational, the non-educational, the I get it, the I don't get it, the I'm learning, I'm growing. Boy, I feel like I'm going backwards, four steps forward, three steps back, still net one step. But you go through the process, and you sit there, and you look up at the Lord, and you go, I'm still, still trying to walk with you in this, still trying to figure it out. But you should always, always, always be ready to give an answer as to what that hope inside of you is. Let's keep it real. It's Jesus. You see, when he died on that cross, when he took that beating for you, when he absorbed in his body the painfulness of sin for you, for me, and then they killed him. And then he rose from the grave. We understood the beginning of hope. Because death could not keep him down. 
The resurrection, in, in essence, in many ways, validates all the teachings of Jesus Christ. And so he's the reason for our hope. He's the reason we keep pushing. He's the reason we keep going. Listen to what it says. It says, always be ready to articulate a defense to everyone who asks you to, to give a reason for the hope that's in you. Get ready to say, it's Jesus, man. He rose from the dead. People are like, well, I'm worried because I don't know if that I can articulate it. Watch. Watch, because you're making it tougher than it is. Watch this. Watch. Ready? Jesus rose from the dead. He's my hope. There you go. That's all the theology you need. That's all the articulation you need. But the scripture then says, but respond with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who slander you will be put to shame by the good behavior, your good behavior in Christ. In other words, you should be ready to give an answer. What is it? It's Jesus. Okay. But you know what the answer isn't? It's Jesus. Nah, 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 boo boo. That's not the way that's supposed to go. It's just supposed to be, it's Jesus. And we're supposed to do that with a gentleness and respect. Not belittling the other people, but letting them know, brother, sister, you are just moments away from having a life change when you are in your deepest and darkest place that you can call upon the name of the Lord and he will answer you. And you will never have to be alone again. See, that's what we got to be ready with. I think the the Christians, uh, you know, there's certainly an understandable element taking place where we've become more defensive because of the public square and how everybody's going, well, you don't love everybody because you don't think everybody's sexual behavior is okay. That's correct. We don't. Sorry. But we don't have to sit there and then throw stuff at them. We can just say, no, we don't believe that's correct. We believe God made man and woman. There's not 1,500 different sexes. There's two. It's not that complex. And Jesus affirmed it. I was like, that's we, we stand in what Jesus had to say. We don't want anybody to go to hell. I I do like that one joke, though. I don't want anybody to go to hell. There's just a couple people I prefer not to run into when I get to heaven. That's a pretty funny line. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is we're supposed to communicate the hope, the grace, the mercy, the kindness that comes from God. We are supposed to be ready to share where our hope comes from, and we should be ready and prepared to do it in a way that has a gentleness to it and a respect. One thing that I will tell you that we have not capitalized, or at least I don't think I've capitalized as a Christian, and that is we are missing in broad strokes, we're missing that the world, listen to what I'm going to say, is seeking some form of genuine hope. They want something to hope for. They want something to believe in. It's, I know, oh, people are just shouting, oh, we want to have whatever behavior we want, nobody to challenge us on it. Okay, well, the problem is that most of their challenge comes from their consciousness, so there's no way that that can be eliminated unless they, unless they blind it or deafen it, so to speak. But the reality is in the people that we engage with, they're hungry for hope. And who has a better hope than a Christian? We have the greatest hope ever. That's what we should be ready to share. That's what we should be ready and prepared to talk about. And people who really are looking for hope, they'll want to hear it. Get that? You don't have to say it perfectly. You just 
make sure you're there. Hey, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. The David Spoon Experience. Teaching time. I don't know how we're going to do the breaks, Gabriel, so I'll just look at me. I'll let you know. I mean, this is the best I can tell you. Because I'm going to teach you something that I hope I, I – there's no way I can teach this. It's I can't teach the worth. I can't teach the value. But I'm going to do my best to share with you my heart in this process. As American people, as people who live in America, we have been granted the right to pursue happiness. And I want to make sure you understand what that this means. We have a preamble to the United States Declaration of Independence. And the preamble to the declaration says we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, I do want to point out it does not say life, liberty, and the provisions of or for happiness. In other words, the rights that we have in the preamble is that we get to pursue happiness, not that it's provided for us by the government. So that's kind of an important point for people to recognize. It would be nice if they quit try to quote, quit trying to quote our founding fathers and then say they're entitled to something because of that provision because it never says that. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for your first trivia question. True or false, Moses married Miriam. Three M's there. Moses married Miriam. True or false. If you think you know the answer... 
You can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. So that is the opportunity. The trivia question is straightforward. True or false, Moses married Miriam. Okay. Uh, if you think you know the answer, reach out to us. In the meantime, we're going to do our DNA because DNA is relatively important. It's relatively important because it's important and you're my relatives. Here we go. <laughs> hey, I didn't say the humor was great. I just said it was there. There's a big difference. D, uh, DNA stands for Draw Closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. I like it. I really do like when you do that. Daily. Okay. Uh, we won't start going down that route right now, but let's just say daily, as in every day that ends with Y. Okay, which, which it is? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Every day that ends with Y. <laughs> Spend some time with the Lord. How much time? I don't know. Talk to the Lord. Let him tell you. Could it, could it be as little as five minutes? Sure. Could it be as long as an hour? Sure. Is there something set up? If God sets something up for you, follow it. If he says do what you're going to do, then do what you're going to do. But be there. That's the key. So that's the D for the DNA. The N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. It doesn't matter what the world says. I just cannot stress this enough especially when you read the headlines or you read newspapers or anything like that. It does not matter what the world says. I cannot make that any stronger of a proclamation. And then A stands for always be ready. To serve. To serve, which is, I think, of these three things solidly the most difficult because it means off eyes off of you, eyes on somebody else. That's what it means. It's, 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 like, it's a selflessness that says how other people are doing, that matters to you. And if it matters to you, then you are reflecting that it matters to the Lord. See? Yeah. It's just like, well, I get it. There it is. Okay. Uh, trivia question once again. True or false? Moses married Miriam. Mimi, mimi, mimi. A lot of M's. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. That would be the number to call. 214-210-8483. That would be the number to text. David at he must org. That would be the email to send it in. We get all those, by the way. We get emails. We get texts. We get phone calls. We get all of it. That's fine. We just do our best to kind of keep things going and make it uh, simplified. I do want to make sure that everybody knows. Uh, and so I'm going to do a little bit of a shout-out for a friend, if you guys don't mind. So you can bear with me on this one, okay? So I have a good friend. His name is Noah. And Noah has – he's on some of the clips, some of the fills. And he was my, like, first producer slash manager. And so <clears throat> he got married over the weekend – and uh, we couldn't go for various asunder reasons, not the least of which was money, money, and then money, and because uh, it was in California. And so uh, money, that was another reason. And then we couldn't go because money, that was another reason. <laughs> you get the, the drift there? Okay, good. So I do want to give him, I told him I would do a sound check for him because he's my friend. And, uh, you know, I love my friends. I try to do as much as I can for them. So this is just a personal sound check for Noah and his new wife, uh, Cammie. So uh, just give me a second. Okay, ready? 
Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you for the first time in all of the world in the universe, our very own Noah and Cammy Dingley. Noah and Cammy Dingley. All right. There you go. Now what I'm going to do is go into the show and I'm going to clip that and send it to him. And then he's going to write me back and say, what is wrong with you? That's some of the stuff we do. We like it. Okay. Uh, let's get to the next thing. So you've got your trivia questions. Trivia questions, pretty straightforward. I don't think it's that difficult. True or false. So it's a T or an F, a true or a false. Moses married Miriam. If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Or send an email, David at he must increase dot org. Back to the text, and here here comes the toughy part. And 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 I love just so you can know, I love the Word of God. I mean, I don't, I I just not, I'm not one of those people that goes and I read it, and then I feel guilty about it, and then I turn my face away from the Lord, and I go boo hoo, boo hoo. I look at it and I go, eh, I'm not doing that. Man, I want to do that. Man, I want to be a Christian too, like kind of attitude. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I don't really think that, but I think I really do want to do the things that reflect the Lord and that and that make it so that my walk is something that is honorable before the Lord. I sometimes I have more uh, uh, blessing and success than others. Okay. Now, while that person is calling in so that they're going to call in for the answer, we're going to give them a chance to do that. But I want you to be aware that when we go through the Word, when we read the Word, when we teach the Word, we're trying to make it absolutely, positively, uh, uh, maybe highly aware that nobody's expecting us all to do this perfectly, but that we bring it to the Lord and say, help me to do it better and better. That's why when you read the Word, when you learn something, and when you find out you're doing something you could be doing better, instead of getting mad at yourself, get in partnership with God and say, here I am. Let's do this together because through him you can do everything. Got it? All right. Somebody ready to answer a trivia question? Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is John. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? Well, it's been a while since I called. I've kind of been away, but anyway. It's great to hear your <laughs> voice. The answer is crazy. That's a no question. Whoa. No. So, so, so oh. Moses didn't marry Miriam, correct? Not hardly. <laughs> <laughs> Not hardly. It's not his that's great. So that was Zipporah is who he married. <laughs> and so Miriam was his oh, sister. No. And I was no. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I, I sure enjoy your show. It, 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 is, it is a lot of fun to watch, listen to. Well, I appreciate that very much. And sometimes we you got to ask those bizarro questions. Just like that question is like, it's a little weird, but it gets people going, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I do. I do. Sometimes the questions you ask, I know them, but you ask them differently than what I would be asking. Gotcha. And so it, it throws me off. Yeah, got it. I gotcha. Yeah, that's what's part of the fun of it all, isn't it? All righty, brother. God bless you. God bless you, brother. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. All right. So for those that are trying to figure out, yeah, no. The answer was no, as in no, he did not marry Miriam, his sister. 
In fact, uh, you find out a little later in the story that she started talking bad about him, and then the Lord gave her a little bit of leprosy to say, calm down, (laughs) calm down, and she did. All right, let's go back to the text real quickly. As we were talking about it, listen to what it says, and I just want you to follow the sequence. It says, always be prepared to articulate a defense to everyone who asks you to give a reason for the hope that you have, but respond with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who slander you will be put to shame by your good behavior in Christ. Watch this, verse 17, 1 Peter 3. For it is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. So all the people, watch this, watch what we're going to wipe out 15% of the church theology in one statement. Ready? It's never God's will for you to suffer. Okay. Wrong. It says right here, if it's God's will that you should suffer for doing good, there you go. So that just eliminates it. Just get rid of it. You think, well, why in the world would it be God's desire or design to allow us to suffer? Well, here's a, two really significant reasons, and I don't think anybody can argue with the reasons because the reasons are as solid as they can be. The first reason is simply this. If we suffer because it's the will of God, it is a direct connection to us sharing in the life that Jesus Christ lived. The second part of it is it is also a direct reflection of the reflecting of Jesus. In other words, it's not just what Jesus did, but it's, it's kind of how he shined. It's one of the ways that we shine. Just, let me tell you something. When you suffer for doing good, you know who's impressed? It might not be your neighbor. It might not be your wife. It might not be your husband. It might not be your dog. But it is God. And that's the one that counts. So all the other stuff Sounds great, but the scripture does not vary because it's not, it doesn't have to vary. It's just quite simply, if it, it for it is better. It's what, Dave? It's better. It's what? It's better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Better you should suffer for doing good and reflect Jesus Christ than suffer for doing something stupid because you let your sinful nature get the best of you. Just, just that simple. You think, well, shouldn't there be something more complex? Yeah, stop doing stuff like that. Stop doing stuff that, that, is, that is reason. Stop doing stuff that will give you the, the position where you're doing evil so that you have to suffer for it. Don't do that. Okay? Here's what you do. Reflect Jesus in everything you say and do best you can. Recognize you won't do it perfect, but you will grow. Between now and the trumpet, you will grow, and you will look more and more like Jesus. That is a promise from God. Wow. All right, we'll take our break. Then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? She thought he was a gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you've put him, and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. Now <laughs> you think three words. Come on, Dave. Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which is Hebrew for teacher, or it doesn't matter if your translation says master, rabbi. It doesn't care. 
She said, Mary. She, she responded, Master, Lord. You see, the resurrected Jesus Christ speaks the name of his sheep. And Jesus knows your name. My sheep, Jesus said, know my voice. And they hear me. And you were going along in your journey. Maybe you were young and you were in church. Maybe you were young and somebody brought it to you. Maybe you were in middle, the middle part of your life. Maybe in the later part of your life. But at some point, Jesus said your name. He said, David, Tierra, Tiffany, Noel, Joshua, Ashley. At some point, he called your name. The risen Messiah spoke your name to you. You know what? That's when you said, yes, Lord. Yes, Master. Yes, Rabboni. It's the most powerful moment because it's the moment that the divine Messiah speaks to you and pulls you from one kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, into another kingdom, the kingdom of light. It is the moment that changed everything. And uh, Billy Graham had a really good piece on it. Said some people can really define that moment. Some people can't. Doesn't matter. It happened for those that, well, it's kind of like a metamorphosis, but it happened. And in the economy of God, it happens more specifically. And maybe the person doesn't know the date. I know my date, but maybe the person doesn't know the date that he said yes to Jesus. But there was a moment where Jesus called your name and you said yes. And that was the beginning of your understanding of 